Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Hi and welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. My name's Kevin Hillier. Sarah Patterson is the star of the show. Birthday week for the birthday girl, so we have to say happy birthday uh, for (laughs) this week. Uh, yes, to, happy birthday to you. <laughs> and I'm not the star of the show. It's it's equal. And this is the most glorious day, it has to be said. We're in Melbourne on Melbourne Cup Day, but it is the most beautiful day. The sun is beating down. There is not a cloud in the sky and punters are at Flemington. We're out of lockdown. There's plenty to be pleased about, Kevy. No, certainly is. And not to mention even uh, our guests on this program. Yes. Oh, have we gone top shelf today? I'm Absolutely. Brand new book called Where the River Bends is... Uh, is recipes and stories from the table and home mm-hmm. of Jane and Jimmy Barnes. It is the most beautiful book yes, to right. look at and read. We say that we eat with our eyes. Well, this is just <laughs> a visual feast. Yep. And these two are uh, terrific characters. Uh, yeah. It's a lovely story. They've been together for 40-plus uh, years, I think, uh, now. Mm. Uh, and uh, and still, uh, we did it on Zoom. Yeah. Um, we could see them still as, uh, as absolutely infatuated with each yes. other as they were the day they, they met each other, I think. So yeah. I think you're going to really love uh, the chat we've had with, uh, with Jane and Jimmy. And you might have come across on social media some of their kitchen videos where, uh, well, Jimmy does his best to distract poor Jane. Jimmy does his best you? to burn the house. Down. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. They did one the other day where they were singing uh, around a barbecue at the barbecue on the on the porch, um, uh, which is uh, very similar to the, where the shots taken for the front of the book. Mm. And uh, the corn stucks <laughs> like six foot flames yes. on the corn, and Jimmy's kind of singing, going, "Yeah!" yeah. Got someone's sort of pointing the camera. Oh, no, Jane has the patience of a saint, doesn't she? Yeah. She's how most she unflappable in the kitchen. How she doesn't grab that guitar and whap him around the back of the head. Uh, but we'll get to Jimmy and Jane shortly. Uh, Remind about our very good friends at Cheese Links. If you want to know what's going on mm. and how you can make your own cheese. Mm, how you can be the big cheese. It's, it's, a, it's a discovery that you will love. All you have to do is go to cheeselinks.com.au. As simple as that. And it's all there. Yeah, order some equipment. Order some of that, Kevin. Now for our English-speaking audience. And coming up to Christmas, a gift voucher is a great alternative too. Or a yogurt maker. I'm so excited I can't even speak. 52821984 is the number, cheeselinks.com. The book is called Where the River Bends. Let's talk to a couple of the icons of the Australian music industry and a couple of some of their songs and stuff they've done during lockdown have got a lot of people through, so they've done a great job. Jane and Jimmy Barnes. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Where the river bends. That's obviously where the house is. Is that, is that where the title of the book comes from? Yes, we live on the bend of a river. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing I thought on looking at the book, the first thing that jumps out is that I guess in a way we eat with our eyes and the book is just a, a real visual feast, Jane. It is. I'm really happy that with the, the, the photography. When you feel the book, you know, it's lovely. The, the paper, the printings come up beautifully and it's just, yeah. <laughs> the cover is taken from our kitchen window. From our window. kitchen window. Oh, oh. 
Nice. The band of the river. Us, we're canoeing in. That's us in the canoe. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a slice of paradise, and I can tell by the smile on your face how proud you are uh, of it. I guess one of the good things, if there are positives about this pandemic, is that it sent a lot of people into the kitchen, even people who otherwise wouldn't normally spend time in the kitchen. So hopefully, this will be a big inspiration. Absolutely. And, and one of the good things for us about it is, is that we've had time because we're normally, Jane and I have never sat still for three months anywhere. Mm. Uh, for 40, we've been 40 years married. We've always been on the go. And so COVID's made us sit at home for the last 18 months and and have the time as 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 hard as it's been, you know, not seeing members of the family or, or, or friends or whatever. We've had the time to sit and appreciate what's around us. And we've watched our garden grow. You know, we've watched the, the four seasons and, and, and yes. has time to spend, you know, you know, honing our cooking and doing our things and writing this book. And so it's, you know, it's, 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 it's been a, 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 a blessing for us. A blessing really. for us, really. It's a silver lining in, in, a, in a bad time. Can I ask what the kitchen hierarchy is? Who's, who is the boss <laughs> in the kitchen? <laughs> there's, 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 no, there's no question. You can, you can ask the question. I'll, I'll just keep quiet and let Jane tell you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like you said, no, the, we the one of the, the silver linings of being able to be home all the time mm-hmm. is Jimmy's been in the kitchen a lot more, yeah, yeah. in the kitchen and the garden. And, you know, honestly, the other night. It depends what we're cooking, who's the boss. Well, no, you made, you made the, the sausage pasta, you made the pavlova. Yeah. And he made the sourdough loaf to go with the pasta. So, I mean, I just did the salad. <laughs> so it depends, <laughs> so on, what we're, it depends on the day. You know? but, but now, you know, it's almost 50-50 yeah. in the kitchen. You, he's got an outside. Because I'll be cooking things, you know, and, I'm, I'm, you know, and, I, and I, I, very, I, I cook like I sing, you know. It's like I have a go at it. Mm-hmm. And I'll get, I'm, I'm not bad, but, um, but I'll be going and then Jane will come over and she'll go, is that how you're going to do it? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, is that what you're going to win? Yeah, but, you know, you know, and then some, and other times I'll be, I'll be cooking something. I'll go, what have I, what have I done? And I'll say, Jane, come here a sec. And, and it'd be something, oh, you need to do this. I go, right, okay, thank you. No. So, so I mean, I, I've learned a lot of things We've from Jane's cooking. Jane's got ways. a great feel. <laughs> what I love is the interaction between you two in the kitchen. You've done countless videos together. There's one that I, I saw recently where, Jane, you were making lobster rolls and, and Jimmy, you had the playlist going. You had um, What Shall We Do With a Drunken Sailor? You had the sea shanties going on and Jane's there calmly, you know, loading up these lobster rolls and you're doing doing your best to distract her, really. That's my job, you see. And, and, um, and you know, sometimes, uh, you know, like, you know, I'll, I'll try and put themes on and she'll be cooking. She'll go, what is music? Yeah, you know, seafood is always, I mean, please think of other things than sea shanties because, you know, it's a, that doing, makes doing it a challenge. But you love it, though, don't you, Jane? Well, it's you know, it's a bit of fun. Yeah, it is a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 The other day, I put no kidding. I put on we're cooking some. I forget we're cooking uh, soup at the Pesci or something. And I put on these sea shanties, and even for me, awful. even for me, they were challenging. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, that's it. I just I find them on Spotify. I should. I'm going to have to research and find them. And start, I'm just going to turn this off, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but before you throw that knife at me and that lobster. <laughs> You've got dozens and dozens of recipes in this beautiful uh, book. Was it hard to narrow it down just to the the 70-odd recipes that you've got? Yes, it was. And But we had 
you know, a lot of guidance from the publishers that gave us a food editor and, you know, just to work out whether it was going to be, um, you know, only like Thai cuisine mainly or family dinners or, you know, just it was really hard to because there's so many favourites that we have. Um, being in Australia, I think that the variety of cult, the, the multicultural aspect of us, the way we live and all the great foods that we have access to and all the great produce and influencers, you know, influence it's great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because we, you know, I think Australia's like zoomed way ahead. Like we're right up there with the top of the world as far as like producing and being able to cook good food. Um, we don't only have great Italian food. We don't. We have great Greek food, great Thai, great Japanese, yeah, Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern, Eastern. You know, whereas <laughs> if, if you go traveling, and we love going traveling, you go to Italy, you only get great Italian food. Yeah. You know, and after a while there, you, you sort of like, oh, I, I always miss a little bit of a Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what I mean. So we're very lucky in Australia, but that made it hard for us to just pick out a balanced representation of what we would have, you know, share around the, and, and, and a, a we, table with our family. And really and the book, like the 70 recipes, there are, like there are, the, there are um, some Middle Eastern things that I've done. There's some stuff, lots of Thai stuff that Jane does. There's, there's things, there's bits of all influence. Of that influence in there. And that's how we eat, you know. We, we'll go away and that's we'll, how we eat in we go, we'll go, we'll go to We'll go to, you know, Tunisia or something, and, or, you know, to Algeria, and we go, oh, this, this tagine's great. And, and Jane has a, a, a great ability. She can just sort of go, oh, this, this is this, this, and this, and what's in it. And we'll go home and we'll start cooking them and learning about them more. So all these different, everywhere we go, the, the recipes, and Jane growing up also traveling the world. She grew up as a, you know, a diplomat's daughter. Uh, so she's had all these great influences on her life and in her food, and it's it permeates everything we do when we cook. Yeah, and and it's become just such an important glue for our family and our friends because because of the lifestyle that we have. Because Jimmy's like touring a lot of the time, so we're eating in restaurants and hotels and living out of hotel rooms. So that when when we do get home and we get to have an opportunity to be with family and friends, it's the most important thing for us to enjoy some great food together. And you've yeah, made, you've, one, of the, one of the joys of life, you know. You've, yeah. you've made it clear too that um, food doesn't have to be difficult or complicated. I mean, I guess that's illustrated by you. Uh, one of the recipes is, uh, Jimmy, your favourite um, post-gig cheese toasty is is high up on the <laughs> priority <laughs> list. The cheese toasty, there's cheese toasties and there's cheese toasties. And Jane's made some. Really great <laughs> cheese toasties, uh, you know. And I like I like simple food. I like you well, know one of the one of the recipes in there is for, for lamb chops with sweet carrots and mashed potato. Mm. And uh, and it's just one of the meals that we've when good. we've been away traveling the world. We come home, we go. Let's just have that. I just really want that. Nothing like, like some a comfort great food. Chop. Yeah. And um, but we, we're not chefs, mm. so you know our recipes it's, are really simple, and it sort of has 
is a collection that's a legacy for our kids because they've grown up with these and they when they've seen the cookbook, they've gone. These are literally the recipes. Oh my gosh, they're the no, recipes that they've grown up and we've cried and laughed yeah. and shared. You know, we've celebrated life. We've, we've celebrated, you know, celebrated loss of friends by eating these meals. So these are part of our lives. Mm. And 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 the, but the thing, a lot of cookbooks you pick up and they can be a bit, too, you know, bit, there's too much technique and they're, they're too daunting. And you pick it up, you go, oh, no, I can never do that. We wanted this to be things that people could go, oh, yeah, I can do this. I, I, love, I love any cookbook. I yeah, Jane, Jane's good at them. <laughs> but, but for me, as, 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 a, as, a, as a beginning, as a hack, uh, you know, you, sometimes you get overwhelmed by them. But this one, I think you can pick it up and people can, you can have a go at this, you know, uh, which but, is great. Yeah, but also, um, I mean, it was really interesting writing the recipes because that's another art again. And because I think it's simple because we just, I, I'm a field cook. Mm. You know, so if if you little, it's you can be more casual about the flat teaspoon of yes, the measurements. <laughs> so you know, I do write about just like make sure you taste it, and and coming from Thailand, the Thais are very much about well, you all every somebody's a sweet tooth, somebody prefers savory, somebody likes it more spicy. You can, you can add, adjust and adjust yeah, to what you taste want, and then just make it make it, it. personalize it all. Mm. Mm. Cooking isn't just like the recipe and the grams and and the you know the and it's got to look things. beautiful. You know, it's for all the senses, the smell. You know, it's got to look beautiful. You know, it's got to you know, it's got to well, be. It should. It should, it should yeah. look inviting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, Jimmy, is uh, obviously the sweet part of it's not your specialty, but that pavlova you did I saw on uh, on Twitter was uh, was quite I'm stunning. I'm pretty good on them. You know, I I, I went I was in New Zealand. I was in New Zealand a, a while back, and and there's a chef called Peter Gordon who's extremely good chef, and and Peter took me. Uh, I went to his restaurant. and He showed me how to make a pavlova. Since then, I've, well, they I've, were doing a show, a TV show, TV and, show, and it was about New Zealanders claiming the pavlova. Oh, and we I said I was saying it was Australian, you know. Yeah. Said, no, no, it's a- and so, so I was there. And Peter's really great, and really gracious, and he taught me how to make his mum's recipe pavlova, and it's beautiful. Oh, it and, is, and I amazing. make it all the time. So I've given um, up the pavlova, yeah, because. <laughs> Yeah, you're the Pav King. But I've been, I'm just learning to bake. I'm, I, you know, I've spent like I'm much more handy around a grill and charcoal and stuff like mm. that. But uh, but I'm starting to learn about. I've been you know locked down. I've been making bread and doing all that sort of stuff too. So I'm getting better. <laughs> we had um, well a, a good friend of yours, Jock Zonfillo, on this podcast just in yeah. the last couple of weeks, and I happen to know Jane. He is a massive fan of your Thai chicken curry. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a winner. Yeah. <laughs> It is a winner. It's yes. a really good curry. It's one of the best recipes in the book, I think. Uh, yeah, and it's one of our yeah. favourite dishes. And it's still, all these recipes, we're still perfecting, you know. We, we sort of like, oh, maybe. Yeah, once again. Be, well, because all di- more ingredients have been ava- they're available in Australia, you know, whether it's like, you know, the, the pea eggplants that you can find in Harris Farm, um, you know, these days, the baby mini eggplants was... Makut. Yeah, or, um, you know, fresh lime leaves. And but we've been, eating, we've been eating and making green curries for years, mm. but there's a place where we a place we go in Thailand and, and uh, by the beach where we go, and every time we go there, the, the auntie's chef cook makes yeah. this curry, and finally I'm going, what are we doing? What's different? 
So we've been down a few times now and sat, stood there and watched her make the curry and learned suddenly the, uh, uh, the way we make curries has changed radically. Yes. And so we've learned something in the last, you know, two years, uh, three years, oh, no. three years. Maybe 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. And yes, you're like, oh, that's yeah. this one. We yeah. do this this way, this method. And it's just incredible, you know. So you, so your recipes can evolve, and they can, and they can, they can grow, and they can, you can get more like, depth. As you yeah. Go for instance, with the, with the curry, that most people, you know, if you haven't got the time, you use the curry paste that's bought, which is quite fine. And um, now people fry fry that off before they add the coconut milk. But whereas I learned another way. You, you can you boil it off in the, in coconut. the coconut milk, and you get so the oils. it brings a different type of like uh. essential oils, the makrut uh, peel, and things like that. So it makes all the difference. It, it makes it makes a, a bit of a, yeah, quite a bit yeah, of difference. Yeah, yeah. And of course, if you then if you start making your own paste, uh, that's yeah. that's a, a whole another layer of flavor. Mm. Yes, yeah. and and in this way, just you know, I I like to put that recipe in where you make your own paste. And if it's, you know, just to challenge people a little bit and and just make it, you know, that extra special. <laughs> so how much comes out of your own garden? Anything you grow in your own garden? Well, quite a bit. I've got all the herbs, you know, always fresh herbs. Um, yeah, and you use a lot and, of herbs, and, you know, and stuff. Like and that. very, ba- you know, I've got carrots, I've got celery, we've got um, chilies, chilies, spinach. Um, in the and summer, we have planting tomatoes. the padron peppers, shishiso peppers. We've just planted corn tomatoes. and beans. Tomatoes are going in. Um, yeah, pumpkins, watermelons. Yeah, you know, so we we have uh, our own chickens. We get eggs every day, and we've got our own bees. Uh, hence the pavlovas, you know, because yeah. um, we get so many. Eggs coming now. We, now Jane's making custard every night, and I'm left with all the egg whites. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think you both said that your styles in the kitchen differ, Jane. That you're perhaps more a calm cook, and Jimmy, you tend to have things flying like around a, a bit. I cook yeah. like I'm saying, I break out in a sweat, and I'm bloody. You know, I think the kitchen's messy, and you know, and it's noisy, and I'm singing while I do it, and and you know, sometimes it works, most times it works, but, but sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> it does. But what we've slowly done is sort of. He's set up outside. I do. He's got an outdoor now, so soon I'll be down the street. I'm I'm good with I'm good. I cook on 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 charcoal, uh, you know, yeah. Japanese charcoal a lot, and I'm really good at uh, you know of, of and you've got to be there, you've got to be with it, you've got to be feeling it to really know how to cook on that. And so I have to stand there. I think that's the way to get rid of me. <laughs> he um, does all the really hard things, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I like it because it's sort of like meditative to to sort of be in control of the fire and and you know you got to be hands on. And, and I've got it set. I've got it set up out there, so I'm just looking over the river and the bloody cockatoos, you know, laughing and all that sort Cook of stuff. Kookaburras and and it's just and it's just beautiful. And I love standing there as the sun's going down, cooking. You know, I'll yeah. do it every night. And we're all safe, like they're all indoors. Breakages. They're not getting burnt, you know. Like <laughs> leave me out there, sweating like a dog, you know. <laughs> but he's a gravy king. He makes. I make the best gravy gravies. now, and, and I'm a, I'm a good finish. You know, like Jane will stand at the kitchen all day cooking, <laughs> and then it'll be like a. People turn up and it's an hour to go, and I'm coming. I'm a finisher. I get in there, I go bang, 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 and get it all up, get it sour, get it carved, get it rested, get it this. You know, I'm, I'm good at finishing. So you're, you're the gravy out. king. What's the secret to your knockout gravy? 
Well, well, no, well, there's a few things. There's a few things. The first thing is you you got to use the the juices you have in the pans, and if you're making roasts, always use your juice in the pans. Uh, you know, if you use make your own stock when you when we peel vegetables, we don't throw out the peels. We throw them in a pot. And so we've constantly got pots of, of vegetable stock made, which you use as your base for your gravy as well. Uh, you know, uh, Maggie sauce is a bit of a secret thing. White, pep- <laughs> white pepper is a secret thing. But but yeah, and uh, yeah, and depending on the gravy, then you can use wine. You can use you can use Worcestershire sauce. You can, depending on which what meat, yeah, for the acid, um, whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever you know, whatever meats depending on the meat you're cooking. But uh, but one of the things I found uh, a lot to do with roast now, and a lot to do with particularly roast chickens and stuff, is I brine everything. So if you brine your chickens, uh, you can really Make you can put some fl- big flavor into them, but also plump some out, and they get really moist, and they they, they don't dry up when you cook. You see, he's really like <laughs> he's unbelievable. <laughs> who is this man? <laughs> who would who would have thought what's happened to me? Somebody get me out of here! <laughs> I mean, we've been here for been, a long been, time. No kidding, I've been sitting here. We've been, you know, because we've been doing this on social media, and people are going, uh, "Did I just see Jimmy Barnes arranging flowers?" I'm going, oh, nice. I did. I did it on bloody social media. What has happened to me? What's what have I become? <laughs> well, I think you know the, the pandemic has has I guess made everybody adapt in some way. And um, and I mean, yeah, you I'm, just I'm, I'm I'm only kidding. I'm really happy doing it. That's yeah, really but you got a massive social media following. I mean, how does it feel to be you know the king of the kitchen and queen? Uh, but it's, it's good queen, well, the queen of the kitchen. <laughs> I'm just. I'm the- the so, but it's good. It's nice to be. You know, we find it fun to just. It's a good way to reach out. And we we recently we just did the little cooking competition. You know, for for everybody could send in their recipes because you know they see me cooking. They go, oh, I well, can do that. Lockdown. Then. Everybody's locked down. And we had some wonderful. Some of them were really horrible, but they were really <laughs> fun. Some of them were really inventive. Some of them were really excellent. There was some, some really great recipes that people and people sent. Little videos of themselves cooking. And, and was- I think it's really great that, you know, it sort of breaks down barriers where we, you're not both usually at home, stuck at home, you know. So people who normally haven't been in the kitchen have been and sort the, of forced and, and, in there. And, and the Anglo thing of, you know, men, you know, it's a woman's domain, you know, like the really most cultures men like to cook. And, 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 and if guys get in the kitchen, they really enjoy it. And, well, and all the chefs, get all the sh- all a lot the of chefs around, chefs yeah. mostly men. So uh, you know, it's yeah. just uh, and and people get in there and see me doing it, and they they think I can I can do that. <laughs> he can do I it. know him. I can I can do that. <laughs> so you know, and uh, and you know, and it's all about. It doesn't have to be perfect. You can, and you can yeah. make it work, and you can do it to your own taste. And we're certainly not chefs. Yeah. So, but we learn you know, every day. The, the we get in the kitchen and learn easy. every day. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, sensational. You've done a, a fantastic job. Um, it, it's a great little book, and we uh, we we absolutely have loved having a chat to you. Thank you so much for your time. No we really appreciate it. Thank you. All the best. See you guys. Thank nice you. to talk to you. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Oh. Jane and Jimmy Barnes. What a lovely chat. Where the River Bends is the name of the book. It is available yeah. now. So grab it uh, and uh, thanks to uh, HarperCollins. 
for setting all that up and letting us talk and to Jimmy and yeah, Jane. Yeah, thanks, Jane and Jimmy, for chatting yes, with us. We really absolutely. enjoyed it. All hey. right, so the food poll this week. Yes, well, we've gone rice this week, Kevin. Uh, fried rice or something mm-hmm. a bit sloppier. <laughs> Risotto. Yes. Do you know which one do you now? I'm going to call you out straight up. Yeah. I, I, need, I need your it's answer. It's almost a line ball for me because they both have things going for them. But if I had to choose, I would. Probably go fried rice. Uh, if you're in a restaurant, though, in, in a oh, restaurant see, and you sit down. Risotto, yeah, probably. So I love a really beautifully done, proper mm. restaurant cooked. The problem is Seafood or mushroom risotto. Oh, so easy to muck up. But those grains are too hard. And, and the, obviously um, the people who've, who've had both and enjoyed both, uh, it's very well reflected. Well, it's very labour-intensive risotto. You can't leave it alone. You have to keep stirring. Anyway, let's see. Jane Barnes is at the top of our list. There you go. Can't get rid of her. And she said, <laughs> nor do we Sorry, want Jane. you, Kevin. Who says fried rice to have uh, with other dishes and risotto on its own. That's right, because it makes a good side dish. Yeah, it does. Deb Murphy says both, but with less peas, please. <laughs> Fair enough. Muriel says neither. They both give me gas. Do they do that to you, Kevin? Too much information. <laughs> the lovely Joe Davis says both. Silvana, mm, that's a hard one, but I think I'll have to go for fried rice. Anne Lee says risotto. Amanda says risotto. Joe Camarano. Camarano says fried rice. <laughs> Charlene says fried rice. Kathy Vischer, of course, our uh, producer's wife, says fried rice. So that's what you're having tonight, Steve. <laughs> Karen Young says fried rice. Michelle says both, but only if I cook the risotto seafood. Oh, yeah. Seafood risotto is good. Rebecca says I like both. Marilyn says risotto. Leone says both. Uh, a good friend, Darren. Purchase. Yes, says fried rice. And peacock, risotto, please. Glenn Rodder says fried rice for me, Pato. <laughs> Caroline Rigby says, sorry, did you ask fried rice or glug? <laughs> See, that can happen. Absolutely. Mervyn Gregory Hughes says four and 20 pie for me, thanks. Doesn't want either. Okay. Lauren says both, please. They have different merits. I agree, Lauren. And Wayne Wayne sums it up for a lot of people here in many, many ways. Fried rice wins this by an absolute mile. It's a fantastic dish that can be pimped up (laughs) like a rapper's Cadillac and never fails to please. (laughs) It's very true. It's only limited by your imagination. Pillowy rice with vegetables that have just the right amount of firmness to the bite <laughs> make for a dish that would be on the menu yes. in heaven. Plus you have the added goodness of chicka or pock, <laughs> as my local Chinese culinary <laughs> legend pronounces it. Now, risotto is a fine dish when done yes. correctly, but getting a good risotto is harder than finding a Frankston like with a full set of teeth. <laughs> it's the MasterChef dish of death for a start. It is too. sport. A lot of people yes. have done on MasterChef. Most of the time you get something that's that's wetter than no, – yeah. no, 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 that's sloppier than no, – hang on, I think we all know where this is going. I'll just censor myself here and save Kev some work. Thank you. <laughs> now, or you end up with something that looks great, but when you bite into it, your teeth shatter because yes. the rice grains have the consistency of lead <laughs> shot. Everything else looks good, but the rice yeah. is like, Meh. So my vote goes the way of the fried rice. I'd rather drink the Jim Jones special recipe cordial of the People's Temple in Jonestown, Guiana in 1978 <laughs> than play culinary Russian roulette oh. with the northern Italian puddle of Katsik. <laughs> 
on your wine. I thought that was a town, the Northern Italian uh, Puddle Risotto did bring many undone on MasterChef. I believe one of the earliest episodes, a uh, contestant made champagne risotto and Matt <gasps> Preston literally <laughs> choked it down <laughs> and he said, because I like you, I have swallowed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, it's not now, so, was, I, I've never tried to cook risotto because I just, I'm not yeah. good with rice. Rice is, I find rice really finicky. Mm, you do. And it, like I say, it's labour intensive. You'd have to stand there and stir like you, like you did at the Cheese Links workshop. Yeah. Stand there and stir. And then you just wanted to go out the back with Hutchie and talk about racing and yeah, exactly. whatnot. Uh, what, what, was it close? Uh, no, fried rice one. Yes. Fried rice one. I still reckon if you sat people down to a restaurant uh, uh, and you knew and, and someone walked past with a perfectly cooked plate mm. of risotto. Especially be, uh, risotto no. melanaise, which is uh, made with saffron, I believe. You know, the bright yellow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, well, I've always wanted to try that. Yeah. And I'm load, loaded with parmesan. Yeah, Yummy. No, I, I love risotto, yeah. but you're right. It can, it's very hit and miss, but when it's right, mm. it's Well, I might try meal. it again soon in this house. Now, you mentioned someone there that is on the next mm, I did. program that we it are doing. It was a nice segue by me, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if you'll find it hard to swallow what we've got to say to him, but we'll find yes. out. Yes. He's got a brand new book and it's a beauty. It's another beauty. Gee, cookbooks. The quality of cookbooks, Neil Perry's is absolutely spectacular. Yep. The uh, Jimmy Jane and Jane's Jimmy's book yep. is, and Matt Preston's is equally as good. Cookbooks yeah. these days are just the and top of the range. Matt Preston's uh, cookbook is as much a history lesson as yeah. it is a recipe book. It's amazing. He's done some really thorough, full-on investigative journalism to put together yeah. this uh, recipe book. And you'll find about, you know, all the tales and the uh, the fallacies or the facts behind what dishes come from where. You'll, you will get a surprise. That's yes. uh, on our next Food Bites, Matt Kevin, Preston. if you think you know where Spag Bowl comes from, think again. The kitchen. Um, <laughs> Jim and Jane Barnes, thank you so much yeah. for being on our program. We really appreciate Where the River Bends is the name of their book, mm. so make sure you check that one out. And, of course, check out cheeselinks.com.au. Give Janet a call on 52821984. Uh, I hope you're back to winter on Cup Day. I didn't. Mine's still coming. <laughs> May be on the menu somewhere, uh, mine, oh. the, the way it's going. Uh, have a lovely week. Matt Preston's our next guest on Food Bites. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au. 